That's the show with Danny. And I'm back and it's me on the show. And did you miss me, Danny? Ladies and gentlemen. Danny Hatch. Hello. And what a sort of sad episode this is. Um, There's no easy way to do this, but Hemda died. Oh, shit. She died while after tumor recovery, she got hit by a car and then got hit by another car. And now we have her ghost with us in the studio to celebrate, but it's not really Hemda. It's just a composite of her memories and emotions and saying, so thank you for having us on on my podcast, Ghost Hemda. Thank you for having me. Even just looking at you is too sad because it reminds me of the beautiful soul that we lost. So what's it like being on Earth as a ghost? That must be exciting. It's cool. Like it's kind of like Deadbeat the uh-huh. show. Mm-hmm. Do we try to keep this sort of a non-referential show? Sorry, I know sorry. that uh, okay. you're a ghost and you're new to all this. But. Okay, it's kind of like riding the train in New York. You think people are looking at mm. you, but everyone's just minding their own business. All of my listeners are gonna get that. <laughs> They don't get TV, but I make sure they get train jokes. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I know it seems like I'm sad, but I'm very happy because Hemda's back on the show. Hey. After a long absence, Keith is back on the show too. Hey, buddy. How's it going? How long has it been for Keith? The dream team together. It's been a few episodes. Yeah. I like branching out with the format. To be honest, I'm kind of bummed you're both here. (laughs) I like being on my own now. I think it was the other week I said, I said, Danny, what are you recording tonight? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I just odds and ends and bumpers, and you know. Mm-hmm. And then I then I see his notes. He's recording Stuff a show, and he doesn't want me to be here. Did, Did it you, upset you? Because it seems often like you don't want to be on the show. I never do, but it's just funny. No, you do seem it. <laughs> I appreciate you saying so, but to tell you what it feels like from these beautiful eyes mm-hmm. is that you don't like being. Here. It's just interesting. You try to fib me. Did you yeah, hear that episode? Tough, uh, I know when I'm not wanted. But you didn't hear the episode? Never will. I'm skipping that one. Um, Well, you'll never get the secret message we left for you. Because I have not gotten up to that episode yet. But I know that like, because I've been I've been catching up on the Libby episodes first. Sorry. It's a better show. It's just the way that I I went with it. I understand. So I'm I'm catching up on yours. But holy shit, I know we're in for a lot on this guy's show. (laughs) Hmm? Why is that? What happened on my show? I watched some of the previews. I see some of the shit. We haven't done previews in a while. Uh, We're kind of post-preview. I saw my picture taped up to the chair. Oh, sure. That was uh, the one where nobody showed up. My mug being thrown around. Your mug was never thrown around. Your mug Mm -hmm. got accidentally knocked over once while you were gone, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was going to break, and that would have been funny for the the pictures I sent to you, but (laughs) it didn't, so... Well, Hemda, you're back. Keith is back. The vibe is thriving and everyone's happy. And on that excellent opening note, let's move into the monologue. All right. Now, have you forgotten what the monologue is? It's where I interrupt you a lot. Yes. Okay. Right Right on schedule. Okay. Here we go. Uh, You think the Beatles still called it beating off when they all jacked off together or was that too weird? Wait. Hmm? You know, the Beatles, it was a, it's a well-known documented fact that, uh, they would all beat off onto a cookie after their shows <laughs> together. So I'm just asking if you guys think they would still call it beating off or if that would have made it too weird. Uh, and I okay. guess they would have called it a biscuit, not they a cookie. Call, they called it monkeying. 
Yeah, someone on Twitter said Spanking the Monkey, like that other band, mm-hmm. which was very funny. So, Do you know about the other band? Oh, sure. Hey, hey. We're the Beatles. <laughs> People say we beetle around. <sighs> that was the one I thought to lead on. <laughs> Let's see. I'm ready for a female-driven reboot of Earth. <laughs> you ask me, enough of Ghostbusters. Let's get them all out here. <laughs> <laughs> sad news the inventor of the big mac died did you guys hear about this mm-hmm. wait yes, really he did die there was an inventor of the big mac it's an inventor of the big mac everyone look if i'd known how many shitty jokes people would make about it on twitter i never would have killed that guy so i'm very <laughs> sorry everyone please send your complaints to me in my email do you guys like the big mac yeah, i love it what is the big mac it all is two all beef patty uh-huh. special sauce lettuce cheese pickle onion on a sesame seed bun yeah is that what it is that's true. Gross. I, I've never had one before in my life and I could do that. I don't think I even could have because I was trying to remember the theme song in my head before you swooped in and saved me. And I don't think I, I think the song came, was popular before I was born. Thanks, Danny. So, <laughs> no, that's true, actually. But they're, they're, uh, Big Macs are delicious. Holy shit. That's weird. Yeah, I'm 12. Oh, my God. 12 years old. Little Danny. Hosting <laughs> what were you his own say show. Uh, th- probably that I've had had a Big Mac. Um, I like them when they're hot and I haven't had one in 17 years. Mm. That's the only way they're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and still they sell billions. Mm-hmm. Well, you eat them quick. They're not, they make it out to be such a big sandwich. There's like a gnat crawling on me <laughs> and now it's dead. They make it out to be such a big sandwich and it's not that big. You can eat it pretty quick. So well, I it's saw- easy to eat it hot. I saw their propaganda about that. I don't know if the well, monologue. No, what's uh, let's hear it. So there was uh, monologues for all of us. <laughs> there was a and thing. You haven't gone a while because you clearly <laughs> forgot that it's a safe space for all of us to talk. So you saw a burger commercial. What's up? <laughs> I missed you. Dan. Oh, Hamda, that's nice of you to say. <laughs> okay, so I saw this thing, and it looked like you know it was obviously done on purpose but it uh-huh. looked like hey mcdonald's commercials have these burgers that have all this stuff in it and you know the the, the patty's this big and the cheese is melting and oozing outside of it mm-hmm. that's not what their real burgers no, look like no. so they had this i believe she was british because i know americans you know believe that voice more right mm-hmm. and so and she was like oh well here's how we do it and she showed the commercial commercialization of the mm-hmm. burger the reason why you see the patty up there is because we have to move it up because what we're trying to do is just show the components of inside. And she showed how they went through a commercial. Mm. All this, by the way, is done in two to five minutes. And basically, they convince you as a as a person who watches this propaganda why the why it would look different and how it's still the same patty and the same everything, but for a commercial, we we move it all this way. Mm. So so no worries, guys. It's the same exact thing. Right. Right. Meanwhile, on a different th- on a different platform, we learned that you know strawberries are uh, lipstick is put on strawberries to make them look that color red, even though you know strawberries. Really. Yeah, like stuff like that mm. because it's it's TV. So how do you eat <laughs> strawberry afterward? <laughs> right. It's well, you have to watch lipstick. the documentary. Okay. No. Yeah. Please. Thank you for the no spoilers. Uh, let's see. Hey, I. Uh, hmm. I like your segues. Yes, and that's why I'm so happy you're back on, Keith, because you point them all out. <laughs> I was worried that people would let my segues fall by the wayside when I was alone and with Libby. See, he can't. He can't argue with me for butting in because it's my first time after my tumor. Yes, Next year he'll and be. She's like... sick still, and we need to support her during this trying time. I still think you're gonna die. <laughs> so I'm just playing my cards close to the best. 
you're going to be nice to me until you're in my will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think I got cut out of my grandparents' will. I don't know for sure. One of them's still alive, but I can't imagine. Did they say anything? No, they didn't say anything. So I could have not been in it originally. I see. If I was ever in it, I doubt I am now because they're upset at me. How upset are you? Are you getting into it later at bro time? I'm probably... No, we've been over it enough on the show. I probably am exaggerating how upset they are at me because I do that. But they're not happy with me, Mm -hmm. you know? Because I presented a dissenting opinion and they were not used to me as the person with the dissenting opinions for the last 25 years. And now all of a sudden, I've I've blossomed out of my cocoon. Your mom says Rose has garbage in her soul. No, she no, didn't. Rosa, Rosa said, said my mom has... Rosa said... Okay, here's where that happened. You and your fake news. This is how pizza places get shut up, Keith. <laughs> uh, Rosa on election night made a status about how Trump supporters have garbage in their hearts even if they created the person they love the most. Which is a pretty straight reference to my mom. And that upset her. Did you see that? Did I see it? Rosa's... Uh, post. It was. This was on election night. She basically was calling his mom a garbage. Yes, yeah. that's not going to work out with my mom and I know, and it's uh, <laughs> the prophecy has come true. Did but, you say to Rosa, uh, kind of wish you didn't do that, or no? So Rosa sent it to me ahead of time because all throughout election, I've been saying, please, I know she's tough to deal with her, but please just try not to engage on Facebook. And on election, I was like, you know what? The time to be nice has passed. Mm. You know, her side won. She shouldn't need. Was that a scary thing to, to do? Sure, it was, but it was less scary than the election, mm-hmm. so it seemed like less of a hurdle. That's a milestone, Danny. Yeah, that's a very ma- that's yeah. a milestone when you're that's, like uh, you have your own relationship with my mother. You know what I mean? And then you're like, it was weird how fast Rosa jumped on a computer. Like, you know what? I think you could do it, baby. Where'd you go? Well, Rosa has been because I've been following you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's They're been all in her draft folder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> send, 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 and put the nuclear codes. But she's been corresponding with his mom, um, and she holds back slash doesn't hold back. Mm-hmm. She holds back for Rosa, but for Danny's mom, that's not holding back. Right. Yeah. Any dissenting opinion to th- my mother is immediately you're a bully. Yeah, which so- explains why I turned out the way I did because I was raised in an environment where actually discussing things isn't really something that happened. Mm. So, so here we are. So you apologize all the time. So I apologize all the time. All the puzzle pieces mm. coming together. But speaking of family, I think, look, plenty of my family loves me. And in fact, I think it's very big of me, but I haven't asked my <laughs> Uncle Jerry Seinfeld for any help with my career so far, <laughs> even though he's one phone call away. So bear that in mind. <laughs> Let's see. It's 6 a.m. Do you know which early bird special your grandparents are at? <laughs> I know where one of my grandparents is. In heaven? And well, he'd like to think so. <laughs> I think he's just underground. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Hey, hey buddy. Speaking of TV, see, I have all, what I do is I write the monologue jokes out. And then when it's time to do the monologue jokes, I'm like, well, I can't do that one first. And I get all skipped around. And it's down to the final three. Oh, mm. I, th- I honestly thought you were reading. Um, hi- yes. Well, I bet too. I'm very, uh, very strict with the script. But, um, <laughs> You know, I was wanting to tweet this one for a long time, but it would involve me breaking my iPhone, which is that my least favorite series finale is when I drop my iPhone in the toilet. And series, of course, would be spelled out like the British iPhone Siri. It would be very funny. I haven't dropped them in the toilet because I'm a very careful boy. So I bit the bullet and tweeted anyway, and it didn't do well because people could tell I didn't mean it. So let that be a lesson to you. Always mean your jokes. Do it for the story. 
sabotage every relationship you've ever had on planet Earth so you can get a good tight five out of it. Let's see. My favorite Black Mirror episode is the one where Ross has to give his monkey away. That one was chilling. I did that better on Twitter, too. I get nervous. I think that's why I get nervous. On Twitter? Everywhere. Mm. <laughs> where you got? Yeah. The beach? Nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the park? Pretty nervous. Because shooters could happen. I mean, this fucking pizza guy. Yeah. She almost shoots up a restaurant that Rosa frequents when she's visiting her kids in D.C. That's very scary to me. Yes, so but you know how many people were like, I go to that area. No. <laughs> and 9-11, I could have been yes. there. That's true. You, you know? could have been there. I could have been there. Sure. I could have been on vacation. But, but we weren't. <laughs> yes, but 3,000 of us were, and we can never forget them. Right. That's what that's, they tell but us. But that's our only job. Our, the other job is not to feel bad that we weren't there. <sighs> Guys, I have survivor's guilt about everything. <laughs> and you're white. Oy vey. It's a, and I'm Catholic-ish. Cis male. Ooh. Well, Ooh, yeah. the so jury's still guilt. out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling we'll deal with that when I'm more of a human being. And then finally, the final piece of the monologue, and this was fun because, look, every so often, I'm convinced that everyone hates me. And every so often, I'll see that Mara Wilson's on a retweet spree, and I'll try to throw something real good in there, and nothing. That's so funny. And I'm like, well, Mara hates me, because the joke is, any joke I make is solid gold. She couldn't have just missed it. Exactly. Or she has me muted, which equals hates me. Oh, my God. So luckily, that did. I I tweeted something without even knowing she was going on a retweet spree, and she retweeted it. It's when you're not looking for it. When it rains, it pours, is is not that applicable. It's like your iPhone joke. Yes. Right. You have to mean it. You got to mean it. So I tweeted, you know, so did you hear? So Steve Bannon, Trump's uh, chief advisor, mm-hmm. not a good guy. Part of how he got so rich was he was an early investor in Seinfeld. And he makes a lot of money on the royalties from Seinfeld, which is a bummer. So every time you watch Seinfeld, remind yourself you've put another is this true? 10 cents in Steve Bannon's pockets. God, I didn't see that. Unfortunately. Part. So God. I was watching an episode of Seinfeld, a classic episode of Seinfeld, the soup Nazi. Mm. And I'm just picturing Steve Bannon and the writers room like, guys, please change it to the soup alt-right. That's all I ask. <laughs> I'm begging of you. And Mara took it upon herself to retweet it. So thank you very much, Mara Wilson. Everyone tweet at her. Thank you for retweeting at Danny Hatch. Oh my God, you guys totally shut. <laughs> She'll think that you I'm totally a true shut. psycho. But Mara, we love you. We miss you, RIP. Oh my God. Come back w- on the show. That would be so funny. Let's introduce my guests. Oh, Mara made me cookies while I was That's out. That's so nice. Made homemade cookies. Mm. Sorry, you were telling were jokes. Were they like vegetarian? Or- no, the jokes are over. It's cookie time. <laughs> no, no, no. They were real. That's good. That's good. She knows. Yeah. Was there like cat hair in it? Only because I asked. Okay. Yeah. It tastes good is the problem. Cat hair is fucking delicious. It's so good. I can't get enough of it on my tongue and my eyes and my nostrils. Apparently. Thanks to Diana. Shout out to Diana, Rose's cat. Can you guys also Twitter uh, at Mara Wilson to bake at Hemdemore cookies? Yes, please do that. But for, if That's only if you have time after tweeting the first one. The first one is imperative. You know what? Put them Second together wait. and let's see if her head explodes. <laughs> so speaking of what you were saying, you're back. Hi. And how does it feel? This is your second day in the studio. This is the four, fifth show you yes. will have recorded. Oh, wow. Already back in the studio, you know, doing a full week's worth, sort of, in two days. Yeah. Classic Hemda style. <laughs> how does it feel? Do you miss it? Do you wish that the tumor was still there? Now that you're back? <laughs> 
Yeah, so I can have an excuse to not be able to do stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just lounge around. You ever poke it? Like once you knew it was there? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I wanted to see if like... You could pop it. I wanted to see if I could feel it. It's it's the size of a football, right? Yeah, I've heard. Something's gonna be Everyone's poking. saying that. I really did, and I was like, wait, do I feel that? Do I feel that? And then I remembered the last time I was at a doctor's appointment, She, I got you know, a prescription to go check my breasts because I think mm -hmm. she did feel something, you know, and you so- You need a prescription to touch boobs now? Yeah, well, yeah, because you got to go to a specialist. Oh. So I'm just like, well, she must have, she didn't feel something. She didn't say I feel something, but she was like, go get checked out, mm. you know, because I'm supposed to anyway. But she was also like, eh, you're lumpy, so let's check it anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, where am I? What's happening? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't have to feel just on there. I was like, should I, should I poke lower? Where is my lung? <laughs> I mean, it was like down here, right? Was what we, it was like squished all the way. It was squished, which means it was taking up that much space. Shouldn't I be able to feel it? I mean, people feel their babies kicking. I haven't. The tumor should have so kicked. I don't think that's real. I should have gotten a kicking tumor. How gross would that have been? I can make that happen. Oh my God, that would be so good. I would make you all feel it. You poke and it goes. Would back. you Would you feel it if you can poke and no. feel it? Really? You just, you yeah, just said about how you can pop it. Well, I was no. joking. You'd have to like, right? Like, I'd, I'd be able to pop it. That's true. You do have the pointiest fingers in the West. <laughs> would you point? Would you? Yeah, I'd poke it. Because yeah. I've done that. I've had like, when I was a kid, I, there was like a piece of my gum loose in my mouth. Mm -hmm. And I stayed up all night fucking with it, terrified that once it came out, I would die. But I still couldn't help myself of like tonguing it with my mouth and wow. feeling it. So you I have that weird compulsion. Did you really think you would die? I mean... I, I, like 50 50 i was a weird fucking little asshole kid i also thought when we were when i was like a 11 year old i talked about this on the keith and the girl live show in denver but i um we went on a ghost tour with my cousins and uncle and then my go my cousins kept fucking with me throughout the night so i was so scared i had to stay up all night because i thought if i fell asleep the ghosts would kill me mm. so i do have that weird all of this is coming together all my fear of death you my guys, fear of confrontation he, i had a fucked he, up childhood i'm just realizing you elaborated at denver and it was really good <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it not just, that good? No, here? no, no, it was okay. really good. I just yes, want, listen to that show. That's... I just want everybody to know that was uh, like once the ghost story started, everyone had a ghost story. That was one of my favorite shows oh, of all time. Good. If you have not listened show. to the Denver live show, holy shit, it's so good. Okay, oh, continue. Yes, <laughs> let's just say all the boos were on purpose. <laughs> None of the bad boos. Well, Hemda, let's talk TV. Because you watched a lot of it while you were gone. Mm -hmm. You saw The Good Place, I heard. I did. I saw the whole thing. Great, right? Yeah. It was. It has me. It has me. Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because they are keeping some elements of what the fuck is going on. Yes. And so I'm like, I mean, obviously, we all know what it is. But it's like, what is it? What's going to happen? I feel kind of stupid because I am sort of, I feel while I'm watching it, like, uh, like how I feel when you know how they're they're panning when you're watching them and they're panning and you keep looking more to where they're panning. <laughs> yes, like you're gonna be able to see more or you yeah. look under when you know what I mean. So I feel like that, like as if they're gonna give me more information. They no. might. They people a lot of clues and a lot of Easter eggs in that show. Oh, a lot really? Of hidden clues. Yeah, I didn't so know. That. I think if you pay attention to the fringes, you might be rewarded. Fuck, I should have paid attention. Some stuff, but it's a very funny show. Aren't they both in heaven? It's the good place, Keith. And it's one heaven, of them's yeah. not supposed to be there. <laughs> ah. Two of them aren't supposed to be there. Are you going to watch it? I think you might like it. Really? I don't got time for uh, regular TV. That's usually where they put the bad stuff. Mm. Oh, is this on regular it TV? It was on NBC. 
Oh, yep. get out. And this was created by Michael Schur, who did Parks and Recreation, the best show ever made, which you refuse to finish. Hemda? It's so much. I Explain saw a yourself. lot of it. I saw a lot of it. You saw a lot of it? Yeah. It's so funny. Maybe not a lot Probably of that, Probably the funniest show. A lot. Of all time. It is one of, of the greatest. Of all time. Of all time. I'll say it, and then I'll change my mind in a couple minutes, but <laughs> for this moment in time, I love it. And uh, TV is not all we did with Hemda. <laughs> I didn't know I'd paper. have a segment. This is awesome. No, a whole segment. This introduced guest. This is this so week. good. I went over to Hemda's Friday and I showed her, right? No, Thursday not Friday. Night. Thursday night yeah. into Friday morning, mm-hmm. which was your birthday. But I showed you a couple videos, uh, which I'm very fond of. And I wanted to discuss here real quick. I showed you the B movie without any B's in it. Okay. And I showed you David S. Pumpkins, which you weren't as taken by as the rest of the nation. What was that one? I'm David Bumpkins, baby. Oh, I see. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I also showed you Shia LaBeouf's most motivational video of all time. This was the creepiest Just segment. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. It the, was the best. It was... It, was, it wasn't... Uh, it, it wasn't specifically for me. Mm. You know what I, I mean? can't imagine why. <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't... Um, usually you have videos that are like, this is specifically for you, Hamda. Sure, you this like I just it. wanted to show yeah. the group. This was the most avant-garde... Se- uh, segment of videos that you've ever showed me. Really? Don't you think? I guess B-movie without any Bs in it's pretty avant-garde. The, the Just Do It? Just Do It's great. So Shia LaBeouf, fil- Did you see this? He, he made no. like motivational videos. It's a long story. But basically, it's a video of him just shouting, Do it! <laughs> Yesterday you said tomorrow. Just do it! And doing all these like weird... It's very funny. It's And it's legit. I was legitimately motivated by it. He has a sense of humor? I think uh, he does. I think Shia LaBeouf has a fantastic sense of humor that no one gets. And I also think Shia LaBeouf is a fantastic actor. He's so, incredible. Just put that in your tailpipe and start your car. I didn't mean to be controversial. He's, okay. he's kooky. He's, when I say avant-garde, oh, that doesn't kooky. mean he's not a good actor. But this, this thing sure is... Sure, he's kooky. This, is this he thing a little is, kooky? He's, yeah, I'll give you kooky. He's extremely kooky. Here's what I think. He got famous young. And he was like good famous young. Like he was famous because he was a good actor at a young age. Not just because he was a cute kid. Even Stevens was a Disney Channel show he was on. Very funny. And then Holes was a big hit for him back when he was still a youngster. Mm. Disturbia. He was a little boy in. I could go on. Oh, then he's fairly normal for that. Yeah. I agree. I'm I'm not kidding for a child actor. Let me tell you who started out as a child actor. Okay. And didn't act up. Okay. And started kicking plants. Okay. Kurt Russell. You keep bringing Kurt Russell up. Mm-hmm. You know he's a... I don't know that he has the best reputation, does he? Why would you even say that? He stole Goldie Hawn when she fell off the boat <laughs> and then made her be the mom. But later... You really he, didn't watch he that He kidnapped her. <laughs> I saw it on TV. <laughs> I keep doing this thing with my leg where I fall down on the chair. I think Kenda's go-to is he doesn't have a good reputation because you're probably right about most people. That's true. It's a pretty safe bet. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Kurt Russell had some dark shit in his past. I would. Just like we all. Well, sure, it's your dad, and I wouldn't expect you to distrust I heard your dad. Goldie Hawn is his wife, right? But they're not actually married, but that's his wife, right? Yes. I heard her talking about him, and oh, I, yeah? I wasn't... I think that she was giving him a lot of passes for a lot of things. What Doesn't the seem fuck like, is this? Hmm. You know, men will... Boys will be boys type thing. She actually mm. said shit like that. Like, they have a... Um, she doesn't believe that men won't cheat. He will cheat, and... That's just who men are, and so leave them alone type shit. I don't believe any of this. That I heard it or yeah, that she said it? that you heard it. You don't know celebrities. Don't give me those eyes. 
Goldie Hawn was one of five celebrities when I was a kid. Now it's too many. Keep I, going. I knew this her name. Hawn. I didn't say what was his wife's name. You know I knew who, that they weren't married. You know who their kid is? Two kids, actually. Yes. Yes. Katie. Perry. Kate. What's a river? Holmes. It's not Kate Holmes. It's what's it's her a face? River. She Just makes say a, a river if it's big in New York. Hudson. Kate Hudson. Yes. Yes. Oh, I didn't hear your hint. <laughs> I didn't know she had a second kid. And also a kid in the new uh, Black Mirror is in it. But I hear we have a caller. Mm-hmm. Caller, do, uh, is someone on the line? Hello, first time, long time. Hello, first time, long time. Is this our Nolens correspondent, Livy, calling in? That's right. Livvy. Oh, shit. Welcome back to the show. We couldn't do one without you. It just felt cheap. Thank you for calling in. I'm sure it's been a tough vlog so far, but no worries. I'm on the line now. Thank you, and I can't help but be very grateful to you. Now, Libby, you (laughs) I don't need you I don't need to tell you this, but you're in New Orleans right now with Emmy, not a friend of this show, but friend of other shows. What's Mm -hmm. going on over there? You see in the French Quarter, you're getting the beads. Did you do the Confederacy of Dunces tour? from the French Quarter. Oh. Shocker. Where are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> How did you know I just had a hurricane yeah, drink? Right. <laughs> did you say voodoo? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Well, I'll, I'll have you know, yes. you son of a bitch, that we've seen a ghost and a half and have been caught up in some ghost rain to mm. boot. So, What's that all about? Funny spooky here. Well, we saw a gentleman who came right up to us unprompted. He mm. was wearing pantaloons. He was not of this time. And he asked if we needed any help, and he showed us on our way, and then he said, have a splendid time. So okay. That's he, all the he was not corporeal. And then Could you the see through him, though? You, we need more than just that to go on, lady. He had pantaloons and a mustache. I don't know what right. else to tell you. He could have just been in the cool part of New Orleans. Mm, he said splendid, too. Did I say that already? <laughs> I've said he splendid. He was not of this time. No, I get it. Who's the other okay. ghost you met? What was the other ghost? The half ghost. We like heard something, right? Oh, oh there was ghost clapping. Ghost clapping? Sounds like one of my yeah, shows. We- Are you sure <laughs> that like the neighbors next to you weren't just fucking? Ooh. I'm positive. Bet. Don't, con- we don't confuse her. You say, ooh, she thinks she's hearing a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's two and a half. No, it was clapping. And also explain the rain. We could explain see the rain. It? But not feel it. The what rain. Do you make of that? I think you're high. Were you inside? <laughs> uh, no, we were out in the street. What can you huh. see but not feel? Feel but not touch. <laughs> well, Libby, you know that I I hate to feed into conspiracy theories, but it sounds like you're yeah, yeah, yeah. in the middle of something real scary here. We hope you're doing okay. You know, it's been it's been a little treacherous. Yeah. Uh, Emmy did get scared by a literal shadow. That was a tough time. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> You've yeah. never been, no one here has been scared we of their both, own shadow. We screamed okay. bloody murder, but we protected each other. Amazing. By like hugging, like grabbing. How did you protect each other? Like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Just by each trying to get each other away from the danger <laughs> and yes, screaming. That's, that's yeah. a visual. Where, Whatever yeah. you guys are picturing, it's true. Where did this happen? In New Orleans. But yeah. like, but like, where were you like just in the street? Did people just hear you, see you guys like hug each other and start screaming or... Shadow we were Central. in the neighborhood. I'm not going to give you our address. No, I don't. Those I, names, I but don't want that. We're the, in what? a neighborhood <laughs> at an Airbnb. Uh, what neighborhood are you in? Uh, I'm not going to tell you what time I take shits, yeah. weirdo. 
You're going to be I there? I don't know if I should tell you the neighborhood. What's it? Just tell us the neighborhood. You'll be back here by the time this episode comes out. It's Treme. We're in the neighborhood. Oh, Treme. like the show. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like the show. I always thought it was Treme. Is that right? It's so it's not Treme. It's not that. Uh, well, Libby, it's been a joy yeah. having you on the phone. Thank you so much for Thank calling. Is for there anything you want to say to the Buccaneers before you uh, see another ghost? Oh. I mean, <laughs> I, what's that? No, sorry. Emmy wants me to tell a different story, but he's trying to get me off no, the No, no, no. I just did, had nothing we're, else. We're, no, no, no. no, tell the other story. It's it better not, be good. If it's not good. It's, I know. I'm sorry. It's dead air now. It's, there's, no. there's no story. I went, we went, we've went. had a lot of adventures, okay? It's an illegal activity type of story. So we'll save it for... Wrap it up. Never. Save it for wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. Save the gold for your own show. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. Exactly. Well, Libby... So speaking fi- of wrap it up, it's been great having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Libby. Outraging Apathetic. LibbyPR.com. Booker. If you're a ghost. Thank Will you, you take ghost clients? If ghosts want to get their PR up? Will you do that for if them? They have, if they have real money, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> no, they only have doubloons. <laughs> and, and f- I will take doubloons. That's what we're going to be using in Trump's America, anyways. Snuck um, one in. Okay, love you all. See you soon. Bye. Bye. How about that? Whoa. A caller on a non live show? International. Has it been guests. done? <laughs> yeah. Or just national. What's well, like French? Danny was thinking if I'm stupid or if I'm joking. Yeah, I knew that you're joking. <laughs> you're great. You're great. So I want to say this into bro time real quick because if uh, eagle-eared listeners of the big show, Keith and the girl, will he- know that I, uh, s- uh, I'm i in the midst of a mystery here with my website. I bought a new domain. DannyHatch.com was taken.com. And after I'd bought it, I wanted to see how much Danny do- DannyHatch.com actually cost. And I went when I went to DannyHatch.com, it was a redirect to my album so when it used to be like a parked website that said like you can buy this for like $800 or whatever. And I was really thrilled and very happy and a little anxious because frankly, I don't like when people are that nice to me. It makes me feel worthless and like I owe them something. But <laughs> moving on from that, I was at the Keith and girl peel box this morning, this afternoon. Let's not lie to my listeners, Danny. It was this <laughs> afternoon. And I had a package waiting for me from Vistaprint.com that uh, that if I'd done uh, everything correctly, I would have gotten before my birthday. So I'm sorry to whoever did this and has been waiting for weeks and weeks for me to get to it. But someone sent me business cards. I've got two of them here, but there's a lot more. Don't you worry. It's me. Very flattering pose. It says DannyHash.com and little sticky notes. That's so cute. Same pose, which leads me to believe this was the part two of the secret website uh, purchasing. But yet, still no name. But yet, still no name. Do you know the return lot- address had no name when we go to the who is to look it up because that's a thing you can do apparently. It's <laughs> it's uh, hidden. People forget they forget to put their name on on gifts. I've gotten you know like a box to my house and it's from Amazon or something, and I'm like name please. So to whomever this was, thank you so so much. I can't even express how much it has meant to me to get all. It's like a, a layered presence. I, I the website is one thing, and now I've got some swag. I mean, look, it's like a it's like a flip book, but the story is me. So cute. So that's nice. And if you look real close, you can see my parents fucking and making me <laughs> getting divorced. I'm going to look up DannyHatch.com right now. I looked it up. It's, your mom bought it. It's for hidden. You. <laughs> oh, she yeah. wouldn't. She oh, it goes straight the... to the iTunes page. Yes. Isn't that nice? So everyone, I, ju- I if, if, if you're you out there listening, how could you not be? Thank you. Please let me know who you are so I can 
Thank you more personally. If and you know what he means. You know yeah, what? my mouth. It says, okay, so first it has your whole album. Uh-huh. There are 40 tracks. There are. Mm-hmm. Many of which under 30 seconds long. Isn't that amazing? So you're getting 40 tracks. And then, uh, so the top. Yeah, the, I know what the top one. You are. do know? <laughs> yeah. Guess, uh, what guest is the top downloaded from his album? Mar Wilson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Sharpling, I think, is the next one, maybe. No, yes. Marga Gomez Marga beat him. Marga Gomez telling her fans about the album. Thank Tom you, Marga. Sharpling is number three. Number three. And Bill Cosby's number four. Well, because that has Tom Sharpling on Whatever. it. So I, but Whatever. But yes, Bill Cosby's fans also <laughs> getting in there. So thank you so much. That was really so kind. I guess what I really want to say is just return the website and send me the money straight. And we'll have a much better situation on our hands. So that's been like 28 bucks for two years of dannyhash.com was taken.com. And if it's not taken, I, I'll seem like a fraud. So, no, but really, thank you. I can't even, can't imagine how nice of a human you are. Listeners who bought your album also bought, who's going to guess? Pat Dixon, King of Clubs. Oh my God. <laughs> Yikes. It's, I'm like a free, I'm like a similar, like it's in the recommended. Because of the Keith and the Girl connection, but mm. like on iTunes recommended albums. Wait, is it? Yeah. Oh, yikes. Okay, yeah. no. No. I'm going to guess Keith Malley. Which one? Uh, Coming of Age. Funny. No. Mm-mm. I'm not going to name all of them. <laughs> Good, clean, <laughs> Children's fun. Children's party songs. Good, clean, fun. Yeah, yeah. That one is 11? I think that was 11. Do you want to hear something from Pat's album? Yeah. I'm going to tell you right up front, I'm going to be honest. I jerked off in my hotel room today. All right. Thank you, Pat. And that's our Pat correspondent (laughs) calling in. Thank you very much. And not so much that I jerked off as avoided rape. Oh, right. That's such a buzzword these days. You know what? I I needed for that ending to happen because... Right. Oh, I'm sorry I cut it off. No, I'm sorry. No, it is your show and I'm sorry that I had to push for it. But the reason why I pushed for it is that he's telling you something. <laughs> well, look, maybe Donald Trump's a good guy. Maybe whatever, whatever. I don't know. Let's move on into plugs. Get that happy energy back up. I want to say real quick uh, to Z-Corn. It may seem like I have been ignoring your posts on the forums because I haven't had time to respond to them. I want you to know that's not the case. And in fact, I'm going to respond to them in the best way by reading them on the show. Now, Z-Corn has left me some nice music comments. And it's I want to, you know, I want to go back to it later and say thank you so much, blah, 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 blah. But who's got the time? <laughs> not me. But I do have the time on my show. So I want to read some things Z-Corn has written on my last few episodes. And this is all for me because it's not, you're not you guys aren't going to like any of this. Okay. Because it's about music I like. Z-Corn with the subject thumbs up emoji says, good choice on the drive-by truckers with the song of the week. I'm a big fan of them. I am Tuzi Corn. Some of their fi- some of their albums are better than others. They are a little inconsistent with song quality. Don't you dare, Corn. <laughs> My favorite album by them is The Dirty South. I think Jason Isbell really started coming onto his own with, with, with his songwriting on that album. He still does a couple of those songs in his live set. Corn, I want to say The Dirty South is also my favorite drive-by truckers album. I think Goddamn Dirty Love is one of the <laughs> best songs ever. I think Danko Manuel is one of the best songs ever. I think Lookout Mountain is one of the best songs ever. Jason Isbell, Forced to be Reckoned With. Second favorite is Pizza Deliverance, where Mike Cooley started writing some songs. I think Cooley is the best songwriter in the band. I still need to get their new album. Seems, seems to be getting good reviews. You know, I used to be a Patterson Hood kind of guy, Z-Corn. But with this new album, American Band by Drive-By Truckers, I gotta say, Mike Cooley is the star of that thing. He All of his songs are the highlights of American Band. So thank you. 
And then Zcorn also writes for a later episode. So this was an episode. So Libby and I play. So Green Day. I know I'm terrible at uh, explaining things. But Green Day, at a recent live performance, which was televised, uh, sang the words, no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA, and the breakdown from one of their songs, and I loved it. And I played it on the show, and I talked about how that's not the most brave thing Green Day probably could have done, but it's still them using a national platform to speak out against something. And I got goosebumps, because it's like, my special boy's Green Day, making good, I love it. They don't need to be more brave than that. That's No, I I know. I guess what I'm saying is like, I guess I felt embarrassed by how much it moved me, because wasn't that brave of them to do mm-hmm. not to neg them and see i do this now yeah that's so but interesting that's what there's that that is their version of brave like yeah, musicians definitely i mean yeah, yeah on a, it was uh, the american music awards they had you know they must have could and that is their job to yeah. move you that's so funny so, so you got moved a lot of guilt in my heart so funny but all these other bands move you you don't feel any guilt for no because green day has been shat upon by the greater society and oh, my favorite green day album the american idiot has been shat upon the hardest even though it's their masterwork. But anyway, Zcorn mm-hmm. says, so happy to hear your enthusiasm for the no war, no KKK, no fascist USA chant. You, you- may... Oh, Keith, I don't like this. It's making me nervous. My mouth is very dry. We and got I don't this. know how to... You may very well already know this, no, but, but I just wanted, wanted to pass on the origin of the lyrics. They are, are from, from the masterful punk band MDC from the song Born to Die. HTTPS colon slash slash U2.BE slash capital G Q uppercase U SBV 3G capital S capital R O. I saw MDC in about 1988 in Kalamazoo. The drummer had his five year old son on tour with them. The kid sang a song with his big ear protection headphones on. After the show, my friends and I jumped behind the drum kit and smoked the drummer out. I watched from back there as the lead singer chatted up my wife. They were talking, and then he kissed her hand, and she pointed back to us, huddled down behind the bass drum, and we all laughed. True story. Original G13 day. Z-Corn, that's super cool. I didn't know that the uh, No War, No KKK, No Fascist USA chant started there. There's Mike. That's making me nervous, so let's finish the show real quick. Uh, Appia and Ian also write nice stuff, but you've been fallen wi- you've, you've you've fallen victim to the sands of time. Appia and Ian O'Conn, thank you for writing on the forums. You two, real quick recommendation is the album Worry by Jeff Rosenstock, and let's move right on into the song of the week. This is Hell Hole by Jeff Rosenstock from the album Worry. Here we go. They would pluck us from the life we're with no fucks given and profit from the to feel like children cause if they didn't we wouldn't be too scared to say that we And that was Hell Hole by Jeff Rosenstock from the album Worry, which Josh Gondelman turned me on to. So thank you very much, Josh. One of my favorites. No, that's okay, Hamda. We're almost <laughs> done anyway. And let's finish with the quote. This comes to us, as always, from Chris Hardwick. And he says this week, while the liberal media elite depict the bowler as a chubby guy with a comb over and polyester pants, the reality is that bowling is one of the most tech-heavy sports today. Robotic <laughs> pin setters and computerized scorings were just the beginning. 
And that is Chris Mr. 300 Hardwick. Thank you, as always, Chris, for the quote of the week. That's the show. Victor Varnados here. Everyone say hi to him. Okay, <laughs> I'm very nervous when anyone comes into the show, and I just want to end it. So thank you very much. Follow me on Twitter. Follow you on Twitter. Follow Victor on Twitter, at Varnado. One of the best in the game. It was good timing. This is Danny Hatch saying bye. <laughs> That's the show with Danny. <laughs>